This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle. Get in on the conversation at 866-979-ESPN. Now here's your host, the professor, John Clayton. And good morning. We have a short show today because of Washington State football. Pre-game, of course, begins at 930, so we're only here till 930. So give us a call because we only have a little bit of time. Dave Crosby joining us at 9 o'clock, 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's get going with some headlines. Well, the Mariners get another one-run victory. Last night, they end up uh, you know, getting the win down in Arizona. And so now there's 16 games above 500, two games out of the uh, wild card race. Uh, right now, in fact, they're tied with Tampa Bay, but still they're chasing the uh, you know Red Sox, they're chasing the Yankees, and still may be hard to catch them, but they did get the victory. Good performance by Logan Gilbert. You know, of course, uh, you know, they get good performances by Ty France and all those different things. But still, they get that victory. They'll continue along down in and uh, down in Anaheim against the Angels today. Now, of course, in football, CX will not have Brandon Shell. He's got the ankle injury, so he's going to be a scratch. Then on top of it, they they don't have the uh, ability to get uh, a pretty good uh, you know, player right now. Uh, as far as Dwayne Estridge, he's going to be a scratch for the game. So overall, you know they're you know they're okay as far as total injuries, but still they've got some and they've got to you know get that all fixed up. But you know those are the two injury updates that are you know quite important right now. Then of course we find out that Josh Gordon looks like he's going to be cleared sometime in the next uh, couple days, probably Monday or Tuesday, from the suspended list. The Seahawks aren't tipping off if they have, have any interest whatsoever in bringing him back. But the fact that he lives in Seattle, the fact that uh, he likes it in Seattle with the Seahawks, I think there's a good chance that they ended up getting him to come back and just at least initially join the practice squad. And those are our headlines. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to JB in Renton. Hey, JB. Hey, Mr. Clayton. How are we doing this fine Saturday morning, my friend? Good. How are you? I know you had a short, abbreviated show, so let's just get right to it. Some of these games coming up, Mr. Clayton. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chargers and Kansas City. Oh, yeah. You know, the Chargers, the Chargers, you know, they won and won. But that was a good game against Dallas. And they blew it. They mm-hmm. should have got that 2-0 and perspective. How do you look at that going off? I, I like the Chargers a lot. I thought, you know, talent-wise, they, they should be a playoff team. And, uh, you know, they've got Justin Herbert, a quarterback who looks good. But, you know, they seem to have the two things that carry over from the last couple of years. Number one, they uh, don't finish well. And then number two, they end up uh, having special team issues. And those two things have to be fixed. But, you know, I think Kansas City has a distinct advantage. I mean, really, Kansas City should be 2-0, and but the reason they lost last week is that uh, you had Patrick Mahomes having his first interception in a uh, uh, fourth fourth quarter because he's never really had that. I mean, in September, he's never had an interception in September until last week. And then, of course, wow. they're driving down for a uh, the game-winning field goal, which they were in good shape for, thanks to Patrick Mahomes. And then what, what ended up happening? You know, they uh, end up getting... Uh, you know, Edward Clyde Hilaire ends up fumbling the football. So those two things worked against them. Yeah, it definitely did. And it, it, it made things a little tougher on them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'll tell you another interesting one. You know, Carson Wentz, I, you know, I don't know if he's snake bitten by the injury bug, mm-hmm. but they, they're going against, they're going against Tennessee at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You know, do you see them starting 0 3? 
I do, yeah, because I was the big worry wow. I had is that uh, yeah, because again, say what you want, Wentz looks like he's going to be able to play, but also he's playing on two bad ankles. Is he going to be able to move? Is he going to be very effective? That we don't know. But overall, mm-hmm. what you like about the uh, you know the, 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 but the you know the problem with the Colts is that their schedule was so tough at the beginning of the year. I mean, they opened up yes. against five teams that had ten wins or more last year. And so uh, that works against them. So we'll see if they can turn it around. But if they're sitting here one and four, and right now they're zero and two, I think their season's over. Wow. Yeah. It, you know. It, you know. It all all predicates on the guy. Mm-hmm. If he can't stay healthy, Carson Wentz. If he can't stay healthy, that's a that's a huge blow to them as far as that's concerned. Oh, Look, great. Miami. Miami. J- Jacoby Brissett making another start going against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, Brissett, uh, right now Miami was horrible last week. The offensive line didn't do well. Brissett struggled. You know, they didn't have much at the receiver position. And you kind of wonder, are are they coming backward as opposed to going forward? That you wonder about. You you know, Evan Flows of football, Mr. Clayton, sometimes does that to you. Yeah. Don't you think so? I think so. The Evan flows, yeah, the Evan flows of football. It'll, it'll, it'll throw you off for a curve. It'll bring you back to reality. Then it's how you bounce back mm-hmm. after you have such a horrible outing as far as that's concerned. You know, you take another game, Tampa Bay and the Rams. Mr. Clayton, I like the Rams in this game. Do you really? I like the Rams. I'm going to tell you why. I look at Tampa Bay's defense. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody is it's a good defense. But I'm going to tell you, you can exploit their secondary. I, I watched Matt yeah. Ryan. Now, Matt Ryan's offensive line is not that good in Atlanta. Last week I was watching that. Matt Ryan moved that ball on him. Mm-hmm. He moved that ball pretty persistent on him. I think to the tune of, what, 28 points? Right. Now, compare that to going against a Ram offense with a pretty good defense. Yeah, but remember, the Rams have given mm-hmm. up a lot of points, too. Yes, they have. I mean, they, were no, they were number one last year in, on defense. And uh, yeah. like so many defenses right now, even the good ones, they're giving up a lot of points. And because, again, it's yeah. just like it's the offenses are so much ahead of the defenses now. Oh, yeah, definitely right now. The defenses have to catch up. And it's the war of attrition. You've got to stay healthy mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. during the process. You have to stay healthy. Now, uh, you know, but – I still like the Rams, Mr. Clayton. I don't know why, but I, I, I assume you're going with Tampa Bay in this. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, right, right now, Tom Brady, he's got nine touchdown passes. Uh, you go back to last year, he's got six regular season games uh, consecutive where he's you know thro- thrown three touchdown passes or more, and six of seven where he's thrown for over uh, 300 yards. He's carrying oh. this team. He is carrying him. He, uh, but is Antonio Brown playing or he's in the no. COVID protocol? COVID protocol. He's not going to play. He's not going to play. Yeah. I mean, again, there's and an outside gonna... chance we'll find out later today. I'd be stunned if he's going to be able to play. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I mean, you know, that that, that situation could be a problem right mm-hmm. now as far as that's concerned. All right, let's go to Green Bay as San Francisco. How do you see this one? Uh, I think I, I think Green Bay, because uh, my big thing is if uh, the 49ers were healthy, then uh, they would they'd be able to win. But they're down their top four running backs, and even yeah. their fifth running back is banged up. And so what do they have in the backfield? And if they're going to be one dimensional against an average 
to below average Green Bay defense, I still think that uh, you know Aaron Rodgers has an advantage in this game. He, he he does. He does have an advantage. You know, the thing it is is, you know, he's they've got to be able to run the ball. Mm-hmm. They've got to be able to run the ball. I still think Frisco matches up pretty well against them as far as on the defensive side of the ball. Think, except except they don't have their best cornerback, uh, you know, Jason no, Perez, out for no. the year, and they still have to see because I know he's questionable whether Emmanuel Mosley is going to be able to play. That no, that that's a problem. That's a problem for mm-hmm. the 49ers. You know, the injury bug, and speaking of the injury bug, last week the Saints took it with the injury bug, even on the, on the, on the player-wise mm-hmm. and coaching-wise. Yeah. And they still have three. Yeah. And they still have three coaches that's not going to be at, at the game against New England. Well, that's the thing. It's like, uh, you know, and I, that's why I'm so big on following the injury stuff is because it eventually catches mm-hmm. up to you, and it caught up to the Saints. I mean, the Saints opened yes. the season. You know, they were down 10 players from last year. So now they go in. Their center, Eric uh, McCoy, he's out. They didn't have Marcus Lattimore. He was out. They didn't have Marcus Davenport. He was out. I mean, how many players can you miss and still think you're going to be able to win? And they didn't have Quan Alexander. He was right, out. They right. didn't have C.J. Gardner-Johnson. He was out. Mm-hmm. They, <laughs> they had the other defensive tackle. He was out, too. The kid they picked up from Kansas City. Yeah, it's the war of attrition, Mr. Clayton, when you look at the NFL. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I see where you go with that when you talk about that. Those injuries play a big part. It's yeah, because, I mean, look, look at Baltimore. Do you think Baltimore has a chance this week? No. Oh, my God. Oh, geez, you saw that? All well, because they, you know, they're down. I mean, their top three running backs are on injured reserve. The first-round pick, a wide receiver, Bateman's on injured reserve. You know, they don't have Marcus Peters. He's he's out on injured reserve. You know, Ronald Stanley, their left tackle's out. They have four players, including a couple starters, who's out on COVID-19. I mean, they, there's no chance. I mean, Lamar Jackson, and I, I don't tell you, he have to put a bit, not a, he got to put a huge cape on his back to carry mm-hmm. that team. I don't know about that. I think Detroit might get their first win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. It's a possibility. I mean, you know, it, that the, along with the injuries and dealing with COVID, you, you, it's a war of attrition as mm-hmm. far as that's concerned. I mean, Baltimore is beat up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know where they're going to... What about Pittsburgh, Mr. Clayton? Ben Roethlisberger took a bad hit last week. Yeah. I mean, he's got now, that, uh, you know, uh, pec muscle sore on the left side. Now, again, that... Yeah, but the thing is, it doesn't kill his throwing because it's not the right pec. But also, every mm-hmm. time he throws, it hurts. Then, you know, T.J. Ward is expected to play, but he's got a groin injury. You know, Devin Bush has a knee injury. You know, they've got a lot of injuries. Joe Hayden's all banged up. So, you know, they're yeah. not the same team. No, they're not. And they're not that team that went into Buffalo and got that no. first victory. As far, you know, and, you know, Cincinnati, they mm-hmm. look a little better on the defensive side. There's mm-hmm. things they have to still clean up. I think it could be a real competitive game. Hey, Justin Fields makes his first start, Mr. Clayton. Mm-hmm. My, my, big, my big worry is how bad that offensive line is and if it risks oh, him yeah. to, to injury. Because, again, it's like, say what you want. It's like, oh, that's that's all bull. Well, I mean, Andy Dalton was running around on a scramble, and then he gets injured and so uh, yeah. you know, uh, with a knee injury. And so I just worry that Justin Fields could get hurt. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, putting a young guy – and, you know, this is where mm-hmm. – you know, I understand Andy Dalton got hurt, so you got to put him out there. But this is where you don't want. Sometimes you got to go back old school, Mr. Clay. You got to go back where you let that young quarterback learn. 
mm-hmm. or you put him out there. And a lot of people don't have that patience, particularly a lot of fans. Right. They don't have that patience. They want that kid out there now. I think you, you got to just have patience and just wait. I mean, all our fans are wrong. You know, mm-hmm. instead of you, behind Alex Smith, it didn't hurt him, did it? Yeah, yeah. No, it worked out pretty good. Andy Reid was pretty smart on that one. Mm-hmm, I agree. That's how I look at it. Yeah. So, I mean, just rushing them out there like that, be careful what you wish for. You just might not get what you want. Exactly. Hey, JB, got to run. Mr. Clayton, we'll talk next Saturday, Mike. All right, 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. John Clayton Show, 710 ESPN Seattle. This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com. And remember, we've got a short show today because of Washington State football because of the pregame starting at 930. Uh, so we're only here till 930. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Raider Jim. Hey, Jim, how are you? I'm doing fine, John. How are things with you? Oh, hanging in there. Okay, okay. Well, John, I think uh, what NFL fans have witnessed the last two weeks reminds me of that poem written by Steve Sable and recited on NFL Films in the past by John Mm -hmm. Pacenda. Uh, The autumn wind is a pirate, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. What do you mean about that, John? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So do you you, you believe this 2-0 start? No. No. no, I thought they'd at least lose one game, uh, but I don't think that I didn't think that they would win both games. And their quality wins, John. I mean, against two very good mm-hmm. teams. In my that, went, that went over Pittsburgh was huge. I think so. It was you know it was it was a short week because they played on Monday night, and then it was an early game, and you know and they're playing in a hostile environment. I mean, everybody knows that the, mm-hmm. the fervor of the Pittsburgh Steelers fan is may not be equal to the silver and black, but it's up there. Agreed. Yeah, and so John, you you know, I think you were rightly skeptical about the so-called plan that you were talking about, and, and but the plan by Gruden and Mayock is coming to fruition now. I mean, I'm agreed. It's only two weeks into a 17-game season, but 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 the Southern Black are on the attack, John. They are. I mean, again, I think the, the biggest thing right now is uh, two things. Obviously, Derek Carr throwing for over 800 yards. That's incredible. Okay, incredible. And mm-hmm. he obviously he's not going to be able to continue at that pace, but he's no. off to a great start. I know he suffered an ankle injury. He's going to play despite the ankle injury. And then Max Crosby. I mean, Max Crosby has been one of the best defensive players in the league. I mean, defensive player of the week for the AFC in the first week, and then he's up. He leads, I think, the league in uh, pressures, and he leads the league right now with uh, quarterback hits. I mean, those two guys right now are kind of carrying this team. Well, I agree. I mean, uh, the, D, the D-line is just amazing in a revelation. I mean, Yannick Ngakwe, who was the, one of the bigger free agents this past year, was acquired by the Raiders. In a press conference earlier this year, he said he and Max Crosby would be one of the best pass-rushing uh, uh, edge rushers tandems in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, a lot of the naysayers scoffed. It's such an appraisal. and uh, But, you know, they've been mighty all along that watchtower, not John. I mean, and then Daniel Jeremiah wrote a piece earlier this week about, you know, he talked about the edge rushers from his list in 2020, and he gave you the top five. He said there were T.J. Watts, Bud Dupree, uh, Miles Garrett, Carl Lawson, and Ngakwe. You know, he admitted that's a great list. Mm-hmm. But Ngakwe remains on his list so far this year, along with number seven, 
Max Crosby. So I think that the, the D line has really made a huge difference in what the Raiders can accomplish on defense no as question. a whole. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, question you know, is sustaining that. What's that? The question sustaining that. Obviously, injuries will play a big part. You know, I know that Josh Jacobs not going to be able to play this week. You know, that'll be a setback for the running game. But they've got you know other runners. I mean, you got Stephon Drake and all those different things. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, still, I'm, I'm still I'm still not sold Kenyon Drake. Yeah, but I'm still not sold on their offensive line. Well, okay, so it's the same scenario that was playing out last year. You know, Incognito was out, and so they had a guy from Clemson named John Simpson who filled in at mm-hmm. Denzel Good, the right guard, who actually played left guard last year, played was playing started slated to be the starting right guard. He went out with a knee injury. So then they, they pull in some guy that was on a practice squad. I think the last team he played on was, was in Miami, and he's done uh, Illuminor is his name. And he's he's done well for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the the rookie right tackle, um, he was lit up a few times from, uh, by T.J. Watt, and then he had to go out because he had no bleaking injuries. He's back, he's back on there now. He's playing well, John. And um, and so Cable has what he's done is he's doing the same thing he did last year, mm-hmm. which is kind of mix and match, and uh, and it's worked. Um, and you know, uh, Carr is is. He's got a quick release. He's got a lot more targets now, and right. they're a little more mature. I mean, just look what happened last week. They keyed on, and Steelers keyed on um, uh, Darren Waller, which any team should be doing at this point. And uh, and yet that opened up space for you know Rugs and, and Brian Edwards and and then uh, uh, Hunter Renfro. So uh, and they haven't had to rely upon the run like they had in the past, which I think they'll get back to once Jacobs gets healthy. But um, that is a that is a problem. But I think they're working through it, John. Yeah, I'm just not sold on the center. Now, because again, Marcus Hudson was one of the best in the league. They traded him to Arizona for a fifth round pick. And is James really any good? Yeah, Rodney Hudson is is one of the preeminent centers in the league. We talked about him on the past, and mm-hmm. and they must believe in him, John. They, they not only did they get rid of Hudson, but they signed. Andre James to a big contract, mm-hmm. and and so and there were some miscues the first two weeks of the season, you know with with um, you know when when Carr was in shotgun and or when Carr was audibleizing before the the ball was hiked and he just went up into the air. So you know it's it's like uh, those things you just have to work through. Um, he it looks as though, from my understanding, he's making good calls on the offensive line because right. the center makes those calls for reads especially when audibles take place. And it looks as though he's doing well with that. Um, some, he's missed a few assignments when it comes to pass blocking. So that's true. But I think well, uh, he's one of the better people that can fire on the line when they make runs, as opposed to some of the other players in the O-line. So I think it's a work in progress, but I, I think I think it's it's not – I think it's half full as opposed to half empty on that, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, John, are you familiar with Ice Cube, by the way, the entertainer yeah. Ice Cube? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. You know, he's with, he was at the NWA, and you know, he's famous for all those barbershop films. He was mm-hmm. in Boys in the Hood. He uh, he created a, a rap tune with Too Short, and DJ Ninja Nine, Nalo, and Raven Justice, and the rap tune's called Raider Colors. I think that's going to be the new anthem there at the Legion Stadium, John, for the Raider Nation. I think that's it's great. great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, love Ice Cube. 
I mean, I you know, know. I, mean, I like, really I, I like, you know, because again, you know, my music taste and all that stuff. Right. So I liked him musically, but also love his acting and all those different things too. You know, love his car commercials and all those different things. Yeah, they call him the president of Raider Nation. <laughs> wow, that's great. I know, um, John. I was listening to the show on School of Professor with Sean Salford. Yeah, you guys were able to catch up and talk about, you know, young QB play in the NFL. And uh, you guys talked about Carolina's uh, Sam Darnold now with uh, Matt Rule. Mm-hmm. But, you know, immediately you guys didn't mention one of his old targets that's also with Carolina, Robbie Anderson, which yeah. I think helped Darnold's prospects favorably down there. Yeah, I mean, they, they've got some okay receivers, and so I think that, that works. But, uh, yeah, because we, want, we wanted to talk – I wanted to talk mostly about the quarterbacks and all that stuff, particularly when you have 14 quarterback changes this year. And right now he seems to be among the best of them. Hey, Jim, thank you for the phone call. Okay, John, take care. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Rick in Twin Lakes. Hey, Rick. Hey, good morning, John. Good morning. I don't know if you remember my call last week, but I tried to warn everybody about the tank. You said, who's tank? Mm -hmm. I'm talking about that running back Tennessee's guy. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's a guy that ran for 2,000 yards, and um, the only way to stop him is to play team defense. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And right now, Seahawks are not playing as a team. Yeah, not on well. This this week it didn't. I mean, really well, for the fir- for the first half, go- yeah, first half they were fine. Second half well, they fell apart. The running back, uh, you have to keep on the running back. You have to stay on him because yeah, you know yeah. if it's a running team, they're going to keep hammering. But um, you got to play team defense, and right now we got some glory seekers. Mm-hmm. We got some guys that want to get sacks. They can't get sacks, but they hit the quarterback two and a half steps late. That's really dumb. Or they they get uh, into it with the, uh, with the tight end and they hit him way out of bounds. Mm-hmm. But would they let the ego get a part of him? Or you got somebody that's highly paid on defense. He had a good year last year, but that was last year. This year, he's not playing as team his team defense. Remember, remember, this is one half that fell apart. This hey. wasn't wasn't the whole season. I could see it coming all the way, uh, John, from the first half. Mm-hmm. They were they were not playing as a team. I'm, I'm saying I've been a Seahawks fan for a long time. I have not seen a team play this selfish. I mean, on that long run, mm-hmm. that long run that they had, Adams goes inside. All right. The running back goes between uh, uh, the the uh, the right the right end and uh, the cornerback, mm-hmm. and he's gone. He's gone. I I said, oh, my God, there he goes. And everybody said, what? I said, look at him. He's gone. And then the only guy that uh, that had a chance was the other safety. And, of course, you know, once that running back gets ahead of steam up, you know, it's kind of hard to stop. But on that play, I saw something that I like. Brooks. Yeah. Did you see the speed of Brooks? Oh, yeah, it's incredible. He was right there at the end, about ready to scratch the guy's back. He came from way across the field. Mm-hmm. That guy, that uh, linebacker has tremendous downfield speed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and the offense, I'm not quite sure what I'm seeing on offense there. One pass to the tight end, mm-hmm. one pass. They, got, they, got, they definitely got out of sync there. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, running back, it all starts with the running back. you mm-hmm. got to run the ball. Um, once they clamped down on the receivers, once they got their pass defense figured out, uh, we, we're not hitting the tight end. We're not running the ball. We, it takes a while to develop the running ball, a right. running game. Right, right. Once you um, 
uh, you know, you can get stopped a few times on short, but you have to keep, just like Tennessee did, you got to keep giving the ball. And you got a big gun. You mm-hmm. got Chris Carson there. You got to shoot that gun, man. And you got you to gotta hammer that wall till you break it. Yeah. Um, what I'm saying, I'm seeing some selfish players. And I don't know um, uh, who, who got it out of sync on the offense, but I could see it coming on the defense. But you know what, John? It might have been, this, this might be a blessing in disguise. These guys need to take the hard fall. Oh, I want to play for the 12s. Uh, okay, they, oh, they want to put on the show for the 12s. But that's not, they, they put on the show that they didn't want to uh, display. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And uh, maybe this is a loss that had to happen. They need to go back to square zero and become a team, not a bunch of individuals trying to get paid. Right, agreed. Hey, Rick, thank you for the phone call. All right. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. John Clayton Show, 710 ESPN Seattle. This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Mike in Renton. Hey, Mike. Hey, good morning, John. Good morning. Good. How's the missus? Okay. She had a good dinner last night, so uh, good Friday night date night. Yeah, she should be very happy. Arkansas's rated 16th. I know. That coach looks good, doesn't he? Yeah, that co- I seen an interview on ESPN earlier. Uh, what's coming out of his mouth is all positive. He said this program's been down for years, but uh, he said we're going to get this program on the right track and get it where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I like what I see of this coach, and uh, she's very happy. Uh, you know, 16th rank, and right now winning, winning, winning. Yeah, they're a good football team. Hey, John, what did I say last week about the Steelers? Yeah. They play down to their competition as usual. Mm-hmm. And I, I can understand there's some injuries there, but there's there's no reason for them to lose to the Raiders like that. Not no at home. at all. Not at, at home. At home in a sellout crowd. Yeah. The thing that I'm worrying about moving forward is see them tomorrow they got Cincinnati. Right. Cincinnati's going to come out to play. You watch. And Joe Burrow's going to pass that ball all around the yard. By the way, did you see the news in the last uh, 20 minutes that uh, T.J. Ward's not going to be able to play? He's mm. got the groin injury, so they thought wow. he was going to be able to go. He said he was going to be able to go, wow. but now he's been scratched. What about what? Is he going? Uh, I, I, I think so. We'll see. But uh, yeah. Yeah, we're decimated with injuries. Hey, John. I know Ben's not going to play tomorrow. Who's going to start at quarterback? Well, I mean, he's, I, I think he's going to play, right? Oh, is he? Yeah. Well, he's banged up. He is. Got that. Yeah, he's no, no, I'm sorry. I'm, Watt, Watt is out. Watt, TJ oh, Watt Watt's is out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if Ben can't go, I'd rather see that Haskin kid get in there. He's younger yeah. and he's more accurate than Rudolph. Uh, I'm not happy with Rudolph. I'd rather see Haskins play. Yeah, well, he's, he's just a backup. Yeah. But, I, don't, uh, I don't even know if he's a good backup. That's, that's true, but... Uh, I don't know. I got some concerns. There's a lot of injuries there to third game of this year, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is your take? Uh, I mean, that game last week threw me off. And now what you're looking at is that uh, they, they start to show some problems. And, you know, particularly if Ben, if ben can't do if, – if Ben can't be Ben, then they're going to lose. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah. Hey, John, uh, earlier this week me and the wife went to Vegas. I don't gamble, but I had to go there on mm-hmm. business. That new stadium down there, oh, is it gorgeous. Is it really? I, I rented a car and drove around it. 
Oh, is it gorgeous. I thought the stadium down in L.A. was beautiful, but this tops it. I can imagine. Oh, but the only bad thing about it, there's very limited parking. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because uh, well, isn't I, it right, it's right near the airport, right? It's right off the strip. It's like a block away or two blocks yeah. from the strip. Yeah. So after a game, you can go gamble or go eat. Mm-hmm. I suggest Raider uh, Jim should go and check that out. It's a gorgeous stadium, state-of-the-art. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to a local down there in a hotel. He was telling me that uh, he's not sold on Gruden. He says that uh, Gruden's not the long-term answer down there. Well, he may not be the long-term answer, but he's going to be the long-term coach. He's on a 10-year, $100 million contract. Yeah, he also mentioned to me, he says, when they sign him for 10 years, that's a bad signing. Mm -hmm. That's a signing that shit that's never happened, he was telling me. But... uh, I just told the guy hanging there, I think better days are ahead for yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, John, good talking to you. Take care. Okay, Mike, thank you. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Irish Minky. Irish Hello, Mr. Clayton. Hey, how we doing? We're doing fantastic, and we're going to be doing better when Notre Dame beats Wisconsin. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. But Mr. Clayton, yeah. this is a great Saturday for you, too, isn't it? In what way? Well, your your sweethearts uh, got a big game, Arkansas against right. Texas A and M. That's a huge game, Mr. Clay. It is a huge game. It's a huge game for her program, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, does she get vocal when the games get exciting, Mr. Clayton? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, she. I mean, she she looks at every play and she cheers just about every play. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, so you you can you can hear her way down in in your bunker. No. No. Okay. All right. Well, will you will you watch the game at all with her, or will you have the time to? I, uh, I mean, it'll be I'll, I'll be with her in the bedroom, and yeah, it'll yeah. be on. Right. But I probably won't watch. I mean, I'm probably just going to try to rest. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. That's good. Well, I don't know if you're in the same room with her. You're going to have much of a rest, but that's mm-hmm. all good. Yeah, yeah. So, getting back to the beloved Irish, great game today, Soldier Field. It's beautiful there, Mr. Clayton. Beautiful, sunny yeah. day in Chicago, Illinois. Kind of like that. Oh, it's fabulous. It's going to be a... It, I have my worries and concerns, no doubt about it. This is a tough opponent. This is the first game of, of three games three games that are going to make or break the Irish. Mm-hmm. Next week it's Cincinnati, and then they play Virginia Tech. Right. Which is the heart, which is the meat of their schedule this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now also, one quick thing, and then I'll let you go because we'll let other people get on. Make sure everybody, you're watching the game. It starts at 9 o'clock. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, boy is right. Mr. Clayton, you have a great day. Go Irish! There you go, Irish Mickey. Thank you for the phone call, 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Again, we're here till 9.30 because Washington State football pregame begins then. And then, of course, uh, you know we got Dave Grosby at 9 o'clock. So give us a call, 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. John Clayton Show, 710 ESPN Seattle. This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to David in Bellingham. Hey, David. Hey, morning, John. Morning. Hey, you know, I was thinking about some of the responses I was hearing this week on on the radio. I, I just think... Do people around here forget just how resilient and how good the Seahawks teams have been since Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson showed up? Yes. I mean, 
They do. Guys, everybody relax. They're they're going to be good. They're going to be competitive. Um, I hey, I'm not a Seahawk you know, lover. I'm a Raider fan, but hey, you cannot deny what the Seahawks continually put out there year in and year out. Uh-huh. They're a very they're a very good uh, organization. They're a very well run team. The one thing I would say that I that I see kind of becoming repetitive is the Seahawks only had to close out the game with get one or two first downs uh, against Tennessee and the game's over. Mm-hmm. And they're throwing the ball 15, 20, 25 yards downfield, not using the tight end, not screening. not. And I've seen that now two years in a yeah, row. Yeah, that's got to stop. So the, one, the, the one constant is, is their offensive coordinator has changed, but Russ is the same. And I think a lot of it is it's Wilson driving those uh, – that inability to just take take what you got in front of you, take the four or five yards and keep moving. He keeps trying to stretch the field so much and at critical times when you just need a first down, man. Mm-hmm. Just I, I, I see well, I think that. also I, I mean I they, they threw they threw the ball too many times in the second half. I mean, you know, say what you want. I mean, they were up two touchdowns and you throw like twenty three passes in the second half. It's like what are you doing? Yeah, run, run the I, football. Yeah. I agree, I agree, and I, I some something just tells me that's more Wilson than it is anything else, and I I that's I I don't know. He just seems to want to go for the big play and get the big splash play and and you know put points on the board really quickly, and he he's not he doesn't seem to appreciate the wisdom of these long drives and building the running game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I I'm not. I don't want to call the guy out because you know he's he's an all timer and he's a great guy and yeah, you know yeah, but yeah. I, I'm 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 seeing it in him so I would just tell Seahawks fans relax man yeah I would agree I, because I mean this is such an overreaction it's one game and again it was a game yeah. in which they had a two touchdown lead in the first half so they had a good half they just had a bad second half yeah yeah and it's like and okay so it's the, like uh, deal with it you know what. Can I, can I switch a little bit here just yeah. for a second? Go ahead. You know, the one thing I like about, I'm a, I'm a diehard, lifelong East Bay, yeah. you know, Raider fan. The one thing I, that I'm liking is how competitive the Raiders are mm-hmm. playing in these last two games. The back end on their, on their uh, defense, they are getting after the ball. They are going through players. They are going through the ball. That shot on Roethlisberger, that where I think it was Crosby and 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 Solomon Thomas hit him at the exact same time. Oh my, my body hurt all the way back yeah, in, yeah. in Bellingham. Oh my God, they laid it. They just laid him. They laid the wood to the Steelers, man. Yeah, they did. And I mean, I love. They were physical. I, I mean, I right now it. Crosby is playing like one of the best defensive players in the league. Yeah. And you know, I noticed Abrams not quite as reckless as as mm-hmm. he was in the past. He seems to be playing uh, intense, you know, mm-hmm. and aggressive, but but not wild and reckless and just. I, I think most of his injuries weren't caused necessarily from the impacts he was having with the with the other players on the field. I think it was the impacts he was feeling after he crushed his body on the ground. Uh-huh. You know. He was, he, he was, 
I mean, it was like he was beating up the ground sometimes with some of his shots. And I was like, this guy's got to cool out a little bit. He, mm-hmm. He's got to he, – he needs to stay healthy for us to, to continue to be good. No, no and, question uh, about it. Yeah, so yeah, – I mean, because they I'm are just, carrying some injuries, but uh, it's not a yeah. killer. I mean, again, they're not going to have – their best running back tomorrow he's going to be missing the game but uh you know i think they can still patch up there and of course the big thing right now is Derek is Derek uh carr yeah well you know what you know all the naysayers and and i i was one of the naysayers john for a couple years there i did not like what i saw in Carr, but you know he didn't have any consistency his coaching staff was always up it was down it was this guy it was that guy you know He's really showing out, and I, I'm very proud of him. I'm, you know, I'm uh, very happy that we have Derek Carr as our quarterback. Um, That's yeah, good. let's, yeah, you know, let's keep our fingers crossed. You know, there you go. let's let's not get too too. But I really like what I see, and I really like what I see on their back end. Yeah, no you doubt. Know, hey, hey they, David, they th- th- thank thank you for the phone call. Thank you, John. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to David in Everett. Hey, David. Hey, morning, Professor. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you. Hey, I just wanted to say uh, I'm really excited about the way the team's put together the last couple years. The one thing that caught my eye over the last two years probably is we we just really seem to have a hard time – getting strong performance at cornerback. And that's something that I've concerned. I've never been a Trey Flowers fan. Um, I'm not sure if many other people are. Maybe they are. Maybe not. not in Newstown. What? No. I, I just – I don't even want to get started. I really – I've never liked them. I just have, haven't seen any flashes at all. My question, though, is about the cornerback position. And I'm just wondering – I mean, I, I was thinking over the offseason, if they could have addressed it, they would have gotten – You know, and I, actually, they did address it. They got a couple other guys. But I just don't know if that is going to be enough. Are there any options out there? And do you, do you see the cornerback uh, – I see the cornerback area being really the only problem on the team. Mm-hmm. Everything else, really, there's no weaknesses that I can see. We look yeah. really solid. Are there any options out there, or did they already address the best that they could? Well, remember, it's like you did. haven't seen Sidney Jones, the former UW uh, cornerback who they traded for from Jacksonville. You know, bless arms, uh, Ar- you know, bless Austin from the New York Jets, who started for them for a little bit. I mean, he's a, he's on the roster, so they do have a couple options that they can use on this roster. So we'll see if they start to integrate uh, any of those two guys. And, 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 and of course, next ne- next week, yeah. next week, uh, you know, they got uh, you know, Trey Brown's going to be available. So it's like, uh, you know, they can, they can maybe use him. He was a draft choice. So and you know, I know that uh, George Payton is big on this. The Denver general manager, he says, it's really hard in this day and age to get you know good cornerbacks. It's just very difficult. That's why, yeah. for example, he took yeah. Patrick Sertan uh, at corner over Justin Fields at quarterback. Hmm. In the first wow, round, yeah, that's a big, big selection. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot about those other options that we have. So thanks a lot. I really appreciate right. it. Hey, thank appreciate you. Appreciate you, John. Eight six six nine seven nine ESPN two zero six four two one ESPN. Our weekly dose of the garage with Dave Rosby coming up. It's the John Clayton Show seven ten ESPN Seattle.